This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So the first point in Parshkiseitzei is Rambam in Monobuchim, and he speaks about the reason, the limudim that we can have from Yifastor. Now, Yifastor is one of those mitzvahs that the way the Torah gave it was Kenegad Sahara. So that means that the etzim, the mites itself, is not roi, and yet there is a framework of mitzvah around it, and that's what the Rambam addresses. <coughs> you know that Chazal said, So that means that the mitzvah itself, we cannot learn from the mitzvah that the act itself is um, noteworthy, that it's something that is 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 but we can learn a lot from it in terms of Midas Tovos and so on. So I'm going to explain in what in Yonim um, it is that we can learn from it. So the Torah said, yes, this person has reached the limitations of what he could cope with and he can no longer be coping with the Torah. Still, he has to make it in a quiet, hidden place. It, it has to be done with a certain modicum of tzniyos. So the Rama, it's a shadow in the Gemara, but the Rama holds the first, the first time could be Bishas Mochama, because that's why Yitzhahar is so powerful. But afterwards, it has to take Bishecha, and it has to be after you, after she has quieted down from her, uh, uh, from her stress of having left the home. Ve'imonim also me'is avlum in abechi. You know how to stop her from crying and from mourning? And also, she it, it, she doesn't wash up. In other words, all of these are like forms of velus. So he explains why. The, the people who have avelus find a certain um, tranquility. It, it it helps calm them down when they cry. Until they sort of, their physical co-hosts weaken and their and their crying comes to an end. Just like people who are happy find uh, expression and relief in a certain sense, in their outer expression. I want to stop a minute <coughs> and, uh, you know, pause to speak about something. The Ramam is telling us in one sentence the Indian of, of, a very important Indian in terms of a person's emotional needs. Expression is a need. 
and it's something which a person doesn't find calm unless it's expressed. Moshlema uh, Davadoma, if you have steam in some sort of pressure cooker and you, you, you don't let it out, it, 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 you're taking the risk that it's going to explode. A person that has emotional upheavals, whose emotions are turning very powerfully, the way that he will find relief is by expressing it. It's one of the misnomers, uh, one of the big mistakes about nichum avelim, that nichum means to go and to make the person laugh so he shouldn't cry. Um, that's not the tachlis of nichum avelim, and it's not nichum. What you want to do is commiserate with the person. You want to help the person express the tsar of his prayer from a beloved one. So the person crying and the person talking about the nifta and what the nifta meant to him is what gives the person nichum. What you want to provide is a very sympathetic ear. Some you appreciate. In other words, if a person talks and there's nobody listening, that's also not expression. Uh, if I lock myself in the room and I scream and yell, I don't really find great expression. But if somebody is macabre what I said, understands it, validates it, then he gives me relief. And that's what the Rambam says. The Rambam says, There is a certain menucha in their expressions of crying and availus. And the same thing, find it, it's a difficult a person. It's, it's like when you have a kid who's all excited by going on a trip. Every parent knows that from the time he's told he's going to the trip, told the trip itself, the kid becomes kind of impossible because the kid is very excited, but there's no way to express his excitement. So smacking his younger brother on the head might be one way of expressing it and getting in the way of something else, another way of expressing it. it. It's just that they need a way to express it. And that's why it's both Simcha and Avelos Lahabu. Akash gave us expression because that is normal human life. Maybe. Yes. <coughs> what about when somebody's Avelos is cut short by, like, Chag? So, we, we have to understand it in the context of things superseding Avelos that at the end of the day there's a bigger picture and a person is expected up to it. Can he, can he not do it? If he's honestly cries, he cries. I mean only great people really work ill not. I mean, you know, there there's stories about Dasapatka, stories about the Pisatsana, stories about this. Those are extraordinary. But the Torah gave an order of um, what's what's, you know what can supersede. It's like uh, the marshal uh, give us sort of a dimion a little bit. <coughs> the Gemara, is, it, it says in Chazal that if somebody lost somebody and then a child is born, it, like during the Shiva and you name it afterwards, there's a certain sense of comfort in that, in the fact that some something is kind of, some symptoms overcoming it. I would assume it's a, of a similar nature. A person is supposed to be able to live up to the fact that the Yontif is, you know, the Simcha of the Yontif is overwhelming that Velus. And um, I, don't, I don't have any other tariffs for it. Kvaryadato, Shobala Bikoyusa. 
You also know that he lived with her when she was a guy. And 30 days, she is still a guy. So the person, so for 30 days, she's still over there and does what she, you know, she's still involved in the previous religion. If he doesn't succeed in converting her, and Ram explains a very profound idea. He needs Shamra Teira Kirvas Hamishko. Ram says there's certain Midatayva. Living with a woman is a bond. It, 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 it obligates a certain element of thoughtfulness about the other person, about the relation with the other person. So this person was not Jewish. You were be'etzim doing something wrong which the Torah only be the ever was matter simply because they didn't feel you could you could do it. And yet the Torah said, having lived with a woman, there's a certain element of menschlicher conduct towards her that obligates you. You can't take a person that you lived as a man and a wife, as a man and a woman, and make her into a slave or into property. That's the way to ground point. And, that, and, that, and that's the, the most hard to learn from it. It, it, it's, a, it's very profound. In other words, we need to treat that type of relationship with, um, w- with, with the, with the meters that it deserves. Um, having lived with a person is a certain profound human bond, and it obligates you to live up to it. And we know it wasn't right, we know the issues, but you can't then go ahead and, and be an animal and so on. Okay, the next one is uh, Rabbeinu B'chaya. The, um, it, it's very interesting, by the way, just as a, a side point, the Ramam in Mordevuchim also, when it comes to the story of Yehuda and Tamar, um, he also explains it in a similar way. The Torah is teaching us, Midas Tovos, even in, in situations that are on the compromising side and not ideal, he explains that he owed Tamar the money because he used services, and halachically, he explains it's binding. So, despite the, the Torah is teaching us that Yehuda, despite the fact that he was in a very, very uncomfortable position, needed to do what was right, and and one doesn't take away from the other. You can't excuse your your ben needs based on the same shemayim needs. Um, there are, I, I mean, I, I just want to give examples of human tragedies and one that I know personally, sort of, I, mean, I know one part of it. Um, you have sometimes a, a, a case, this happened quite a long time ago, a few decades ago, um, a person, a, a woman, as a, as a young girl, committed indiscretion and had a child out of wedlock. He gave up the child for adoption and was able to rebuild her life very, very, um, you know, very normal, regular, crazy woman, everything is fine and wonderful. The child, 20 years down the pike, discovered who his mother is, and he wants to come back to his mother, wants to see a mother, know a mother. For her, it would, uh, certainly emotionally, but maybe even practically, destroy her new life. 
and here you have a, a, a real tug of war between, you know, you had a child, you had a child, on the other hand, should 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 you break up? I mean, no, there, there will certainly it will certainly impact her family in many many ways. I don't know. No, those are things that are not easy to, um, you know. But but the, the person made a clean break, and the person you know really put a life together, and so on. I don't know. Those are, those are those are things that are kind of uh, the most difficult. Like somebody once said, "Benam chaveres are the most difficult ones because you can't be machmir. <laughs> There's no way to be machmir on it. Every chumr is a cooler of the other side. Okay. The next one is a rabbin of and he speaks about the Sora Mora. Um, so he brings the positive of Mu'kar Shiro, and they were machris on him that the bedin plain is sakras plain is shevet Sora Mora. Om Razal. These are two parishes that are written for joy to Kabbalah. Vim came. So the Rabbim, so the Rabbim, I have this question. Vim came to so. If we make a tzachatayol or day of lichto. There's enough, believe me, there's enough Torah to learn without Perik Besar and the Irani Dachas. So what's the, um, like, like, what's the point of it? Why would we have that passion in the Torah? We don't have really much to learn, so we have a piece that's not so good. Why would, it, why would the Torah deal with something that's not no good? Um... So, he says that the, the Torah is telling us um, that the Torah found a way to teach us the 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 what is the level of Avas Hashem? Uh, in other words, what he's saying is as follows: a person has a the Torah itself. Besides, it, it's a two-way street. The Torah tells us how to act. The Torah also needs to teach us principles. How strongly is a person supposed to be misyaches to ruchnius takarish baruch and so on? So the Torah gives us a halacha, which is true on the theoretical level. In other words, this would be the appropriate behavior if a situation like that ever came about. Um, the fact that it, it's not going to come about, but it does give us the principle most accurately. It's like sometimes when you're trying to explain something, um, you pick sometimes a muscle that is extreme in a way that's not going to didn't happen, but it just ideally points out the the um, the, the principle that you're trying to explain. So the Torah said, "I need to teach you something about Avos Hashem." There is no more powerful love, the love of a father and mother for a child. The kibush ben Avos Hashem is kesalo. And if the person is, if the child is over in the mitzvahs, 
and he's going in a derech that's wrong, the chayev to that the altar should be bigger. Actually, it's Torkel always about the better skill. They themselves will bring him for skill to Besan. Now, um, I want to explain, so I want to be able to put this in terms that are easier to cope with. Um, we, we imagine this, not that Kodesh who is like another, a quote-unquote, being, person in our lives, and we've got to choose, you know, we're going to marry A or B or C or D, and we, we, we are, quote-unquote, married to our children, we love our children, mostly. Kodesh Baruch says, well, it's either him or me, and, uh, well, and we say, okay, it's got to be a Kodesh Baruch Now, the uh, that type of of love, if we picture it that way, the problem would be that that's very very mean of a Kaddish Baruch Hu to put us in a dilemma like that. Kaddish Baruch Hu infuses us with the most tremendous love for our children, and then and then with the love for Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's and 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 that's very hard. So why is Kaddish Baruch Hu playing that way with us? Let, so let's try to picture a little bit differently, and we'll get the point of it. Let's say. We we have parents whose child, God forbid, is a murderer, and the parents know about it, and they can turn him into the police, and that way prevent him from killing people, and they don't. And when they're confronted, they say, "Oh, we love our child so much. You don't expect us to love the police more than we love him, or whatever, or the people, the people that he's killing." we don't love more than him. So the choice is, are we going to give him into the police and then kill him? Or are we going to, and, and, and the Yanko's life will be saved? Or will Yanko be killed if my son's life will be saved? No brainer. No. The answer here is, a person should love his child more than anybody or anything else in the world except for what's right, what's tov. Um, him killing innocent people it's not a choice if you have money for a medical procedure you certainly give it to your child and not to the stranger but if your child is killing somebody else who's innocent then it's murder versus your child it's not it's the love of murder the love of goodness it, it, the, 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 uh, what's right and every so often you read about parents who turn into their children and we tend to admire them because we understand that there are things that supersede, the, that, that love to a child doesn't supersede tov. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch who said in the Saramara, here's a child that's bent on a destructive um, path that will harm people. Like, there, like it says, he's eventually going to kill people. So, so at that point, that's, that's, that's the Ava of Hashem. The Ava of Hashem is the Ava of the Tov that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has put into the Bria. And, and, that's what, and, and that's what we're supposed to like and so on. Then he says, That's really what the Pasha Akeda about. Because Avram Avinu, even though he had a very powerful love for Yitzchak, Extraordinary. I mean, you're talking about a child that came to him after giving up having children when he was old. Now, over there also, the, the, it wasn't, over there the Nisoyen was really double. Because at least when a person has a Bensor Mora for one, so Bensor Mora, I know it's wrong, and I have to struggle with my emotions. And, okay, you know, we understand that. 
but the the um, the 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 case of the um, of of Avram Avinu, <coughs> it, uh, it was impossible to fathom why this is the greater good. The design was double. It was an sign of overcoming the the, the the instinctive and natural love to a child, and an sign of well, well, why would a good God want me just to sacrifice my child for him? I mean, he did no wrong. He's great. He's fantastic. So that was a double sign, and Avram not only had to overcome emotion, he had to trust Hakadosh Baruch Hu that what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants is tov and emes. That's a special sign. But the idea is once again that the most powerful instinct of a person, person should be able to overrule it for that which is right. And that's why it's called Avram Oyavi. So it's not a conflict of love between two people, two entities, two this. It's between the toiv and the child. For us, this part of Olam Goydel Chi of Ava Shem is Allah Shuroi Lava, we call me Ava. That's why, um, and, and, and then it became clear what our Kurdish Prophet is. Umizer Amru Droish Rekavoschar. And that's why. Uh, and on that they said in other words we're meant to learn the parasha and use it as a template for activities in other areas that require uh, a tremendous uh, uh, sacrifices a person likes his career his reputation his um, the goods that he possesses the society and there are many things that a person is attached to and for doing what's right a person should be prepared to leave a society, to be shunned by a society, and so on and so forth. And then the Rebbe Nechai says, His Rebbe, the Rash, was the Rashba. So this, this is a Rashba. It's a Rashba on Chumis, telling us, um, giving us a, an understanding of, of the Joyce Kavuzkar. I, I want to add another angle of Hezba. It's sort of included what he says, just to give it a little bit of different muscle. And, and we'll be able to understand it. The um, we in in secular knowledge, we have a hierarchy of um, a hierarchy of science that works as follows. You you have math, and then you have physics. Everything that appears in physics can be expressed in a mathematical algorithm or formula. If it can't, we've got some real problems, because that means that the thing itself, it has no cause-effect uh, correlation, and that, as far as we're concerned, doesn't exist. So everything in the world of physics can be um, expressed in a mathematical equation. Um, it was sometimes we might we won't figure out right away, but it has to be that way. The flip side is not true. Not everything in, 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 in mathematics can be expressed in physics. For instance, you have something like the square root of minus 1, i. Um, i doesn't exist. Um, in the world of math, it certainly exists. It, it's, it's, you, wouldn't ha you don't have a complete system without i, and it's very, very, very valuable. It's very important. And, it, and, it, and, and it's definitely part of a big picture. It's part of the, the quadrants. It's part of, it, it's, it's part of a lot of things. But 
it's uh, but there is nothing in the world physically to the best of my limited knowledge that is that is a square root of minus one but by, by by existence it's it's you use it in different forms but it's not it's not something that has any meaning um you know mi minus things don't don't have square roots and yet um it exists so the um the 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 so here we see that there's a hierarchy from the conceptual to the practical. The practical is always less than the conceptual, and 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 uh, and, and and therefore there will be much many much in concept that will not necessarily find a practical expression. The um, Torah and mitzvahs have that same relationship. Mitzvahs are the the description of a locus in the physical world, things, objects that are um, that exist, lulav and shayfer and tzitzis and tefillin, etc., and brismila and so on and so forth. Every part of mitzvahs has a Torah to it. It's halacha. It's it, what it's accomplishing. What the meaning behind it? How it integrates other mitzvahs. There's the whole the whole Torah exists behind every mitzvah. So every mitzvah has a Torah by definition, because the mitzvahs are the bottom line of Torah. But not every part of Torah has a mitzvah. There are halakim of Torah that, for whatever reason, Akash chose not to express the way that in math, not every element that is true and it sort of has existence in the math has existence in the physics, in the practical world. That's the Metzius. So um, this chalik of Torah is droish v'kalashchar. In other words, there's no lassos. The, the, the schar lies just in the lulmod. Other in Yonim, you need to both lulmod and lassos. This is something which is lulmod alamed. There is no lassos to it. So droish v'kalashchar means it, it doesn't mean to say, well, it's, it's purpose. Its purpose is because this is an integral part of Torah. A shas without Ben um, without the the the, the, the sugyas of Eredachas, is not is not shas. It's missing, and and there's going to be a lot of edges. Not all, not only in copy these halachas, but other halachas. So the mitzvah the pnimius and yanin, but um, but in in it, it, these but these are elements that have not. He'd been given any metzias in this world. And then Rabbi Rechai says, Nashim Tashem Amar Bechne Yishavta Kibosh Rebbesar Amor Baltila Sheyanitachas. So Rabbi Yechne said, I sat at the cave of of Rebbesar Amor. Absolutely, Polygavraisa. Maybe um, it's uh, maybe it's cholik on the brisa and holds that it does exist. I said, Mahar Rabbi Yechne Rebbesar Amor Gama Alakini Absalom. Alav Rebbesar Amor Gama Gidin Torah Shem Yaskila. Now it's, it, it could be he, it could be he meant was a person that mitzad is an hugger I would deem to be Bensaramura, but not somebody that I add, not not the halachic Bensaramura, but somebody who you know a, 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 a child who was a terrible child like Absalom and so on and so forth. Let's take a look. Also, there's a svarno here. The svarno says like this: Losolanivloso ala eis kikavzianviyamahu. You're not, allowed, you're not allowed to leave a body on a tree. 
says kikilas Elohim toli. You have a a. It's as if Hakadosh Baruch Hu's well it says Elohim klala. It's if you're hanging a, a, a terrible, terrible bizayin of Tzuras Elohim. So Rashi learns because Adam is from Elohim and so on. It's found a little bit differently. Hine kol etzem nivdal michome yikar Elohim. Anything that is not physical, any entity that is beyond the physical is called Elohim. Like we've seen Elohim also Kalel, and Vuyelachal Elohim, and so on. Umizehamin hu etzem hanefesh hasichus badam anikatsam Elohim. The nefesh in a person, the chelik of a person is called Elohim because that is its mitzias. Um, it is something which is above physical palpability and, and reality. When Shaul came in and he asked the Balas Oaf to bring up, to conjure up Shmuel, um, he, she said, I saw Elohim coming up. When you embarrass a person who is living, there's a physical involvement in it. Turns red, turns white, and so on. But since the bizarre is for the nefesh asichlis, ashi etzem nivdal had nishach hamisus aguf, it is what's left over after misaguf. Omeshu kilos lehim. That's why it's called kilos lehim. Kialonas hatlia leguf hamis built ikvura. Leaving over a body without burying it, he bizarin loisa etzem anitzchadik lehim. It's a bizarre for that eternal entity that's called Elohim. So um, the 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 um, the Svarna is saying that the 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 the, the covered hanmes that was so mocked on is because as long as the person is living, the the there's an interface of the physical, and the busha and the kavod goes to that interface. So it's kind of less. Then after Misa, where the person is completely and that's why it's a bizarre to it's it's a bizarre to the nefesh completely, and that's why there's such as the heroes in the cover of mess and so on. Okay.